Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Q102, good morning. Who's this? Hi, this is Marin. What's your name again? I'm sorry. Marin. 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 Marin, yes. caller 20. Yay! That's a good thing. That's a good. Being 20 is a good thing. So you could be very yes. excited about that. Yes. <laughs> okay. So we got an opportunity here for you, Merritt. I'm going to play you the secret sound again. Listen very carefully. It's a 12-second clip. We just shared with you the clue. Uh, you're playing for $3,000. Here it comes. All right, ball's in your court, kid. For $3,000, what is the Q102 secret sound? I think it's Frisch and Penelope going on a snow trail walk to get her um, badge for Girl Scouts. You think it's Fritch and Penelope on a, what did you say, snow-covered trail route or something? Like a snow um, trail walk to get her badge for Girl Scouts. Like a snow hike. Like that sound is the crunching of the snow. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Like it was creepy this morning when I took Merle out. There was an animal. I couldn't see it, but I could hear it walking on the snow crunchy covered grass. I know. Well, hang on because we have a judge who's filling in for Tim. Tim is on vacation. He's taking some vacation days. He's enjoying the sun in Florida. So we got DJ Julie E here. Yeah. Word. Yep. I feel so. like we need to get her a laser sound effect for choo, tomorrow. Choo, choo. <laughs> pew, pew. Thank so you. So for $3,000, Julie, is she correct? I'm sorry. You are not correct. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, no. Now, can we apply a temperature? Are, aren't we Yesterday's doing temperatures? temperature was at lukewarm. It's still there. Still lukewarm. Still lukewarm. It's still lukewarm. Lukewarm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. thank you. Yeah, we're going to do it again at 940 if you want to try us back. All right. All right. Okay. Have a good one. Take thank it you. easy. Yeah, have a great rest of your day. 748. There it is. Yeah, Jen and I don't know. I don't know. We have uh, guesses. So, see, something tells me you do know. I, I swear can't. to God, I don't know what it is. I don't know the exact answer. Okay. I, I promise. I know, like, feel like I know parts of it, but I really don't know what it is. But she could totally be lying right now because if it is her, she's not going to say. I, I I don't know. I know. I don't know. They're no. very picky about who gets to be a judge around here. Yeah, they really. Mm-hmm. I like. There's a low trust a level judge. for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. How surrounding did Julie this get contest. That I'm pretty trustworthy. Yeah, she is. And I recruited her because I was like, you know what? I sometimes have trouble <laughs> keeping secrets, but you don't. So let's go. And I'm the only one here. 
That's yes, right. And that's she's true. the only one here this early. So yeah. are, are typical <laughs> business hours here at Hubbard Broadcasting or what? What is it? 830 to 5, five? or something like that? Yeah, mm-hmm. Julie's here at like the crack of ass. What? T- why? I just, I'm here in case you guys need something like a judge. For real? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, also, well, I think she likes coming in and getting things done when it's quiet. I have three solid hours of work before anyone speaks to me. Yes, which is lovely, except for me, because I go down during breakfast break sometime and yeah. just talk. You but can I- send out a lot of emails in three hours. Girl, don't you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, do you go to bed early? Like, do you get a full seven or eight hours of sleep before getting up? Like, yeah, do you I'm feel pro- rested when you wake clock. up in the morning? Yeah. What I- time you go to bed? But you got kids Nine, nine thirty. No, oh, that's not bad. Yeah, up at four. Hmm. Yeah, you are like on our clock because that's yeah. about what I do. I go to bed around nine nine thirty and get up at three forty five. So same. So you get the kids all tucked in and in bed by that point, and your house is quiet. And, yeah. Wow. I say good morning and I walk out the door. Wow. And leave so my wife to handle them getting ready. I was going to say, yeah. so your kids are just getting up as you leave. Yep. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Good for you. Yeah. I still haven't gotten used to these hours yet. <laughs> Some people, it just comes naturally, you know, too. 20, Some 20, people. 20, 30 years. How long? I will tell How long you. We've been 20, like 22, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> if you're uh, ever awake. Like so much longer. <laughs> in the middle of the night, feel free to text Julie because she also will be awake. I will also. If you if you feel lonely at four, I'm She's your girl. Up. You're the girl. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. the one. All right. See Good you, to know. We'll see you at 940. Yeah. It is 751. Weather-wise, we got a mix of sun and clouds today. We'll see a high right around 41. And it's currently 24 here at Q102. Coming up, some of the day's news that didn't make the news. Personally, we think it should have. Uh, Did you know they used to eat Punxsutawney Phil? For real? I know. This is terrible news. Jen was talking about that in her Facebook Live video (laughs) Horrible. Just horrible. I don't know if I want to (laughs) know. We may have to bring in our zoologist, Jen Jordan, and ask her what the difference is between beaver meat. Resident animal And beaver meat and, yeah. And groundhog meat. You can't have beaver meat. One's a little more gamey than the other. (laughs) Which one's which? That's probably true. (laughs) See, that's the beauty is she could make it up and we would have no idea. I believe her. Yeah, it's a well-known fact in Nami that uh, beavers are much gamier. Also, what would you pay to be done with insomnia and allergies forever? How much would you pay? It is Thursday, the 2nd of February of 2023. I'm Jeff. She's Jen. That's Fritch. Hello. And uh, we're the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Cincinnati's Q102, if you're new. Uh, Let's start with this story. We got a guy in Michigan by the name of Keith Stonehouse who let his six-year-old son use his phone to play a game Saturday night, thinking that it would be... You know. Fun. Yeah. I do this sometimes. We have a game that I'm not totally sold on because I've heard some not so great things about it. But we have Roblox on our phone, uh, which is where like kids can down, like parents download this app and kids can play games with like their friends or kids from all over. Well, in his mind, he thought it would help chill him out before bed. Mm-hmm. But instead, the kid ended up playing with a different app. And that would be Grubhub. <laughs> I see where this is going. <laughs> and uh, wasn't long after Keith, all of a sudden the doorbell rings and he gets a food delivery. Mm-hmm. 
And before Uh-oh. he could figure out how the hell that happened, <laughs> doorbell rings again. Here comes another, and then another, and then another. He, he says, honest to God, it was like a parade of deliveries. It didn't take long for him to figure out that they were orders from his account that his son made. Oh, my God. There was nearly $1,000 in food delivery orders. How much? A thousand bucks. Holy crap. And it could have been worse. He said his credit card stopped a $439 order from Happy's Pizza, suspecting fraud. However, a $183 order of jumbo shrimp from the same restaurant did go through just fine. Oh, wow. As did orders from other restaurants from chicken shawarma salads, chicken wraps, chili cheese fries, ice cream, and more. This is amazing. And also a little bit scary. Horrifying, really, to parents everywhere. Yeah, Keith said he was pissed. I bet. Uh, There was nothing he could do about it, so he crammed as much of that food as he could in the refrigerator and then offered the rest to his neighbors because, I mean, you know. How old was the kid again? Uh, Six. Six. Yeah. (laughs) He also tried to talk to his son about it so that he would understand what he did and, and why that was wrong. But while he was trying to explain, the kid stopped him and said, Dad, did the pepperoni pizzas come yet? <laughs> I don't mean to interrupt. I just, I mean, you want to eat it while it's hot. So. Oh, man. <laughs> like it's here. Thank God he didn't get on like Amazon. Could you imagine how well, that Well, at least turn? with Amazon, though, he could have returned it. Oh, I mean, yeah. all of the food, it's you like, can't. what do you do? Oh, my gosh. That's wild. Uh, quick break. We got stats and facts for Groundhog Day 2023 that we'll get to here shortly. And a disturbing fact that Jen revealed on our Facebook Live video this morning. We'll share it with you after the break. But first, another check on the roads. Here's Denise. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah, Happy is. Groundhog Day, everyone. Yeah, winter think- ends March 20th or whatever. I was going to say, isn't the first <laughs> real full day of spring the 21st or something, something like that? Yeah. Like that. But don't put too much stock in Phil's prediction. He's been making him since 1886, and he's only been right 39% of the time. So you'd be better off flipping a coin. That said, the Groundhog Club claims he's never wrong. They say it's our fault for misinterpreting his language. Yeah, well, yeah, that's possible, I suppose. I don't speak Groundhogese. I don't either. Nobody does. That's the problem. Does the committee speak groundhoggies or no? Wouldn't they? Nobody know? does. That's what they're saying. We, we're misinterpreting all of his. Right. Oh. Yeah. Evidently, Phil usually predicts six more weeks of winter. Uh, coming into today, I guess today was, uh, he had seen his shadow up until today 106 times. So today makes 107 plus one 
partial shadow in 1942. Okay. What happened there? Did it just start raining or something? Cloud? I don't recall. <laughs> He's only said no shadow 19 times that we know of. And then there were 10 years where there's no record, so I don't know what happened. Hmm. Hmm. Oh. I found it, Fritchie. What's that? The partial shadow was a statement about World War II. Oh, he supposedly okay. said war clouds have blacked out parts of the shadow. Oh, okay, great. And then 1943 was the only year he didn't make an appearance at all because of just everything that was going on in the world, in the sure. world at that time. Yeah. But makes- Jen revealed something gross during the uh, <laughs> Facebook Live it's video. It's disturbing. This I just can't even imagine. Did you know they used to eat Phil after he would make his prediction? They would eat the groundhog. I don't think I could ever eat an animal that I've looked directly in the eye. Like a ceremonial eating in the public square like that. They served him up after the first official Groundhog Day in 1887. No way. Why? Why would they just eat him? They said he was quite tender. But I bet a beaver would be more tender. You know why? Because they spend so much time in the water. They'd oh, be yeah. very moist. moist. Yeah, very moist. For sure. Yeah. I don't know. You don't want like a tough, dry. Chewy beaver. Beaver. Heck no, you don't. No. You want you want a moist beaver. Moist. That's right. right. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Ian. <laughs> moist. I oh, bet he knows Ian. I'm, I'm not going to. I do too. <laughs> I have no doubt. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying no, it. No, you're spot on. For sure. <sighs> Despite that fact, <laughs> officials at the Groundhog Claim claim that Groundhog Club claim that Punxsutawney Phil is immortal. So this is the same one as it's always been? That's what they say. Okay. He supposedly drinks something called the Elixir of Life. Oh, the Elixir of Life. He drinks it every summer. Uh-huh. Moist. And they've been using the same groundhog all these years. Wow. What is the average lifespan of a groundhog? Uh, that would be about nine to ten years. She's totally making that up. Yes, she has I no am. idea. No clue. I was just reading about where does he live and when it's not his day. Where does you know. he hang oh, out? does he live in the library so, still? Yeah, so here's what it says. It says it is a man-made zoo that is climate controlled and light regulated. And it's also connected to the Bear Clay Square, the town park, and the library, which is also known as the Puxatani Memorial Library. Hmm. Wow. So if you go there and you visit the library, you might be able to see I run into Phil. where where he is and what he's doing. Mm. But they claim he's living a very happy life and is being well cared for. Is that kind of what? Yeah, that's the point they're trying yeah. to make. Yeah. They... Also, it says here that the this is a different resource saying that the average lifespan of a groundhog is actually three years. Oh, wow. Two to three year average. Really? That's it? Yes. Well, that's kind of messed up. Mm. Let's see how long beavers live. Do you know <laughs> Phil has a wife? <laughs> No, I did not know that Phil was married. Her name is Phyllis. Okay. They've never had kids. Yeah. Mm. Well, they don't have time with his busy schedule. The Groundhog Club says she does not drink the elixir of life. Oh, and so she is dies? Not immor- she dies. Oh, wow. Heck? Well, that's not fair. That sucks. Here we are taking the shaft again. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. 
Why don't we get the why did the why does the female get the elixir? Right? There's a story that dates back to the, the day the days of prohibition when apparently Phil threatened to take drastic action. He said if they didn't let him have a drink, he was going to impose sixty more weeks of winter. Oh, sixty. Wow. We wouldn't want him to do that. No. Nope. Oh, God no. I know. This ceremony the record <laughs> it attracts like enough people to pack Paul Brown sta- or Paycor Stadium. <laughs> It's crazy. It gets like 65,000 people. That's oh, nuts. Yeah. And and then the next year, well, that that's how many they attracted, I guess, in 2020. And then the next year it was zero, which they had to do virtually because of COVID. Uh, but it's open back up now. Oh, my God. <laughs> True story. Before the Groundhog Day movie came out with Bill Murray 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Only around 2,000 people would ever show up for it. Wow. And now it's the biggest thing that's ever happened in that town. I wonder if the townspeople like that, if if they kind of miss it when it was small and intimate and they knew everybody that was there and it was just kind of a fun thing that their little small town did, or if they like just thousands of people, tens of thousands of people pouring in. I mean, I'm sure it's good for the economy, but it's probably also a pain in the butt and they got a lot of cleanup to do when it's over. Yeah. That's a good question because I think about the years that I lived in. I lived in lower Manhattan. And in all the years I lived, I was only there three and a half years, but I never once went to the Macy's Day Thanksgiving parade. I never once stood in Times Square or New Year's Eve in any of those years. Like, and then you didn't I see like these crowds. Things. Right. And I still don't. When I watch these events on TV, the biggest city in the world today, like on Thanksgiving, I watch the parade and it'll be like a beautiful sunny fall day. And I'll be like, oh, I miss the city. We we would be at the parade right now if we were still living there. And I'm like, no, I wouldn't. Let's be honest. But really, that stuff is for tourists, though, right? I mean, there's not really that many locals that come down and it's mostly like we got to get out of town before the parade starts. Yeah. Didn't you go to New York on a whim and hang out in Times Square for New Year's Eve? Yeah, we left on the 30th, and we drove all day, all night, and ended up getting there in the morning of New Year's Eve and just checked into a hotel, went down, hung out, and then left the next day. Yeah. Worth it? You know, it was, I would say yes, because I could say that I've done it. Now, would I do it again? Maybe, but I would spend a lot of money to do it the right way. Yeah. And yeah. Meaning... Pay to get a You'd seat. fly. Well, you would pay, and you would pay to get a seat at a nearby restaurant or something because what happens is is where you're kind of barricaded in, you can't leave to go to the bathroom. You can't leave. Like, there's no food. There's no drinks. Like, you got to bring, you know, water with you or granola And you just bars. don't know what the weather's going to be. And it was freezing yeah. when we were there. No. I mean, it was like one of the coldest on record the year that we went. And then it's just like afterwards, it's just like these kind of cattle calls where they open up the gates and let people out. Mm -hmm. But I believe that if you purchase tickets at like a nearby location, like Red Lobster or whatever, you can... They let you sit there? You get to sit there, hang out, and then walk out, watch the fireworks and the ball drop, and then go back back in. in. Mm. Yeah, I would definitely want an inside seat. Or a heater. Yeah. Yeah, right. But, like, even around here, you know, I still look forward to the taste of Cincinnati, you know. Mm-hmm. When was the last time that. you went? Do you go every year? Not every year, but I remember when we first started working here. I mean, we, we were at it every year, and yeah. I just remember it just 
you know, leaving those things just drained and full. And, <laughs> and tired. Like, I'm never doing this Ready again. Ready for a nap. And then, and then we stopped because they moved it. I remember they moved it closer to Fountain Square, and I think it was tougher to get spaces at that point, so we weren't broadcasting live. And, and that was when I was all about going. Yeah. yeah it's, it's different, like, when you don't have to be there. Yeah. Yes. It's like Blink, though, you know, those kinds of things. You're really excited when they get here. Yeah, Blink is cool. That parade is fun. Yeah. But do you want to work it or do you want to, like, just enjoy it as a spectator? See, that's the, the, the my issue is if I'm going to be there, I need to be told that I have to be there. Because if you won't I, just go, I won't just go. I, it's like it feels like too much to get up to get everything together that I got to get together and handle all the details that I have to handle in order for me to go somewhere. And then there's that long like, drive uh, down I-71. Oh, God, <laughs> it feels like forever. And you know how I feel about driving downtown and trying to find parking. Right. Oh, yeah. All of that. I remember I you just... talking about where am I going to park for like a week? Oh, where do I park? What's the easiest way See, to get I in and work out of it. There? I want to work that parade. That parade to me, the blink parade and, the, and like even the reds, Opening day parade when we don't walk, I'm like, man, we should have walked to the parade. <laughs> it's so much fun and just yeah. waving and saying hi to everybody and high fiving and yeah. hugging. I will say on that night, the only way to get from one side of downtown to the other is to actually be in the parade because <laughs> you try walking those sidewalks, forget it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay. Tom Brady, Tom Brady retires. They retired. say all good things must come to an end. Tom Brady officially announcing his retirement. The best. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Just know when to walk away. Announced his retirement. So to my teammates, my family. Greatest of all time. And most of all. The GOAT! Fans. It is official. He announced it on his Instagram. My teammates, coaches, fellow competitors, and fans deserve 100% of me. Seven Super Bowl titles, five Super Bowl MVPs, three overall MVPs. But right now, it's best I leave the field of play to the next generation of dedicated and committed athletes. The end of of an era. Your reaction to Tom Brady being gone? The first emotion that comes to my mind is thank you. He's in! Patriots win the Super Bowl! Brady has his fifth! What a comeback! Bucks win the Super Bowl 55. Tom Brady engineers the offense. There's other things happening in my life, too. I do have kids that I love, and I don't want to be a dad that's not there. You know, my kids have brought a great perspective in my life. Hey, girly girl! There's my boy. Tom Brady, you are the man. You are the GOAT. Love him or hate him, it is the end of an era. And, uh, yeah, this time he swears it's for good. Giselle Bunchen commented on his post saying, wishing, wishing you only wonderful things in this new chapter of your life, along with a prayer hands emoji. That was nice. She could have not said anything at all. That's and I think true. that is very nice. Tom won seven Super Bowls. That's unbelievable. Good for him. I mean, you you dream of just going to a Super Bowl. <laughs> this guy won seven. I think Joe is going to win more. All right. To that point, I want to say something. Yeah. You know, I've never been what you would consider like an avid sports fan right. growing up. But, you know, the Patriots were kind of cursed there for years. And it wasn't until Tom Brady that... Those of us who weren't like diehard football fans really started to get excited about the team and so much and more Tom fun when they win. It, yeah. ab- that is absolutely <laughs> it true. Is true. So I give so much credit to the to Fritch and those like her who really hung in there the the lean years. No question. Mm-hmm. But when you look at his his history and you know and how we got there and how 
you know, the truth is, I mean, this was an average quarterback who's just one of the hardest workers in the well, is got to be the hardest worker in the 199th NFL to in the draft. He ch- exactly it's right. Crazy. So, anyway, you, you bring up Joe Burrow. This, you know, as a New Englander, as a native New Englander, it's very sad for me to see the end of an era, even though he was playing for Tampa Bay. But to be living in Cincinnati now mm-hmm. with Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. I I feel this. Mm-hmm. This feels like Good. big. It feels like is my God. his future. Give him his. Give him all the money he wants and keep him healthy. Let's go. Yeah, and <laughs> keep him here. And whatever he wants, whatever he wants, just give it to him. If he says he wants these guys playing for the team, get them. Yeah. Keep them. I just, I whatever. don't think we're being biased when we say he has the potential to be the next GOAT. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and there oh, are no plenty way. of, there are plenty of, you know, sports analysts that are saying that. You know, yeah. about him. I really believe yeah. it. And it's exciting to, to watch this, you know. And to be a part of it. Yeah. If he goes anywhere, we will be heartbroken. And you know pissed. What I mean? We can't let that happen. <laughs> I mean, but also, like, it just feels like he belongs to Ohio. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. coming from Athens and, play, you know, it's just like, oh, my God. He's like Ohio's little son. Mm-hmm. And we just want him well, to be we're not here letting forever. the Browns get him either. No, 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 no. <laughs> I did read yesterday, though, they said that this negotiation will likely make him... The highest, if not close to the highest quarterback in the league. Yeah, he might yeah. get more than Mahomes. Yeah, he deserves it. I think so, too. But guys like him get people who are just sort of sideline, passive fans of football, like really excited yeah. and passionate about. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Because it's fun, and it's fun to be a part of it, too. I mean, we lived in Tampa Bay when the Bucks sucked for decades. And then it was funny because the year that we moved here, is when they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> so we didn't get, we we just lived with the suck for all that time. And as soon as we oh, left, it got good. And the right? challenge for a lot of fans in hanging in there with the team isn't so much that you're disappointed with the players. You're disappointed with the management and quite often the ownership. Because you, if you feel like the ownership doesn't want to win... Mm-hmm. It's really hard to be a fan of a team when you don't feel like they even want to be here or they... Or they even care about the fans. It's hard to care about them if they don't if you don't feel like they care about you. Yeah. And that's shifted. And that really feels like it's shifted here. Oh, one hundred percent agree yeah. with that. Yeah. So I couldn't be more jazzed. And I what? give a lot of credit to Zach Taylor for that as well. Oh yeah. Like He's bridging. Fantastic. He is so He's amazing. Such a class act. Him yeah. and his wife Sarah. They're I mean, I just they are rooted in the community. They are amazing individuals that genuinely want success. Yep. And I love seeing that. Yep. Yeah. Okay, it's 8:22. We're Jeff and Jen and coming up your shot at $1,000, the 1k letter of the day is coming up next. But first, check the roads. We got Denise standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.